Hello, and welcome to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast. On today's episode, we are talking all about what to do when you feel like you're not enough. I know you have that feeling. We all do as entrepreneurs. So let's talk about what do we do when we have that feeling. Today's episode is brought to you by the CBF Workshop Shop. If you love the content that you were hearing here on the podcast, you will absolutely love all of the workshops that I have available for purchase and some upcoming free trainings on my website. Inside the workshop shop, you will find trainings on how to get started using Asana, Zapier, Acuity Scheduling, and more. Head on over to the website to check them all out. Welcome to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast, where we explore how you can give yourself permission to run your business and live your dream life on your own terms. You started your business to have more freedom. Let's help you find it. I'm your host, Chelsea B. Foster. Let's dive into today's topic. Okay, so today we are talking all about what to do when you don't feel like you're enough. And I know I'm not alone in having these feelings. Um, in fact, I talk to my accountability partner about them all the time, especially in the first couple years of our business. We were constantly messaging each other um, in tears. I'll be really honest. I cried a lot those first two years. Um, so these are some tips that I have found have worked a lot um, for me and for other people. Um, they're tips that I give to my clients and they find very helpful for them as well. So before we dive into what to do, let's talk about like why we have these feelings. Why do we feel like we're not al- enough? Oftentimes these feelings come from a place of fear. Um, so we're afraid of being a failure. We're afraid of being found out as a fraud. We're afraid of success. This is actually one that I, one of my biggest fears is that fear of success. Um, we're fear fearful of stepping out of our comfort zone. Um, we're afraid of moving into a different income bracket and all the responsibility that comes with that. We're afraid of moving beyond what our parents were. Um, We're afraid of who knows what else. There's a thousand different fears that we feel that contribute to us not feeling like we're enough and being stuck where we are. Another place that this comes from is setting super high expectations for ourselves. And as a recovering perfectionist, I 100% identify with this piece of not feeling enough is I set the bar so high for myself and I put all of this pressure on myself to achieve at 100, 110% all the time. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know there are a lot of perfectionists that are listening because I'm a perfectionist and I attract you. Um, So that is another place where these feelings are coming from and we're putting that pressure on ourselves. These feelings also come when we get stuck in comparison mode. So instead of looking at all these people that are amazing and successful around us and being grateful and inspired by them, we get stuck in comparison. Like, I couldn't do that. I can't do this or I'm not doing that or I need to be doing this because they are. So we only see those amazing things that everyone around us is doing without seeing the time and hard work it took to get there or without seeing those humble beginnings and the messy middles. Because honestly, we're all start at the, the we all start out at the exact same place. We're all starting out from ground zero. Everyone starts with an email list of zero. Everyone starts with a community of zero. Everyone has to get their first client, their second client. And often those are messy parts of our business 
And when we find someone that's inspiring to us, they're beyond that messy middle. They have found success. They have found their groove and they are doing things in their business that you aspire to do in your business. But we oftentimes forget they started somewhere. They started where we are and they've been where we are. And so sometimes we forget that and we get stuck in comparing our beginnings and our messy middles to their successful, um, not endings, but further along in the process, not quite in the middle anymore. We also forget to see our own value. So who am I to be doing this or that? Who would hire me to do this thing or that thing? Like, why would anyone trust me with this? Why would anyone pay me for this? Or on the flip side, this is so simple. Like, why do people need help with this? Because we forget that we're an expert for a reason. We've been given a gift and not everyone has that same gift. I'm really good at computers. Most of the people around me are not. So for me to sit here and think, oh, this is so easy, but for them, it's really hard and they would love to have some help with that. Another place that these feelings are coming from is that we think if I just work really, really hard and reach this particular goal, then I'll be enough. So instead of tying enough to something inside of us, we're tying it to some external event that happens. So if I make $10,000 in a month, then I'll be enough. I'll feel like a real business owner. I'll feel like I have arrived. Or if I get 10 clients or whatever those external goals are that we're tying to this feeling of being enough and being the person that we want to be. So once we reach that, we end up feeling really lost because we reach that goal and we still don't feel like we're enough. So what do we do? How do we overcome this? We're going to talk about that in just a second. The last place where we really feel these feelings is when we're listening to our limiting beliefs. And this is one that I hands down am so guilty of is I listen to those negative stories and that negative self-talk and those limiting beliefs that I have put in place. I listen to them and I'm convinced that I am not able to do something. And so therefore I let myself sit in this feeling of lack and this feeling of I'm not good enough. I am not worthy enough for something. And that I'm letting those stories and those negative feelings rule my life. And I know I'm not alone. I know you do the same thing because we all do. We all have these limiting beliefs and we all have this negative self-talk and we let ourselves listen to it. So all these feelings, wherever they are coming from at any particular time, all of it leads to a ton and I mean a ton of negative self-talk and internal belittling. And you know, if you were sitting in a room and you heard someone talk to someone else the way that you talk to yourself, would it be okay? I just want you to think about that for a second. And this was a real eye-opening thought for myself was when I started looking at my own internal thoughts and the way that I talk to myself as an outsider. So if I was an outsider and me, 
my external me and me, my internal thoughts were two separate people having a conversation, would I let my internal thoughts talk to me this way? And oftentimes the answer is no. So how do I flip that switch? How do I help myself talk more kindly and to let myself feel like I am enough? Because honestly, everything is a choice. And if I choose to let myself talk negatively to myself, it's going to continue. And those negative self-talk and internal belittling is going to continue. So how do we flip that switch? How do we let ourselves feel like we're enough? So I want to share seven different things that I have tried and that have been very successful. These are research-based. So trust that these do actually work and I'm not relying only on anecdotal evidence. So the first thing to try is to write down five reasons that you're grateful. And this one is especially important if you are playing the comparison game because we cannot sit in comparison and gratitude at the same time. So if you're comparing yourself to someone else, write down five reasons that you're grateful for that person or five reasons that they inspire you. And when you can do that, and really lean into those feelings of gratitude and inspiration, you're going to quit comparing yourself to them and you're going to realize how they can help you grow in your business or as a person instead of feeling like you're not enough and you just will never get there. Flip that switch. Say how they're inspiring you and actually go ahead and say these things out loud. Yes, write them down, but say them out loud and talking out loud is even more powerful than writing it down. So let's say that you're not doing the comparison game and you're just feeling like really bad about yourself. Like you don't know what you're doing in your business and you can't imagine why anyone would pay you for this. Write down five reasons that you're grateful for the exact spot that you're in right now. What are you grateful for? And then go on and write five ways that you're helping your clients or making a difference in their lives. And this one's really important, especially for those of us that are perfectionists and are constantly asking us, asking ourselves, why would someone pay me for this? Why would someone trust me with this? Writing down how you are helping them and how you're making a difference in their lives is going to flip that switch. It's going to change the script that you're telling yourself because instead of looking at, well, who am I? to do this? Who am I to ask them for their money for this thing? You're going to see exactly how you are helping them and why they do need you in their lives and they do need the service that you are offering. So tip number one, write down five reasons that you're grateful or five reasons that someone is inspiring you. Tip number two, write down five ways that you're helping your clients or making a difference in their lives. Tip number three, Write down five ways that you are an expert in your business. Five ways that you are an expert because we all are experts in something in our lives and something in our businesses. We started these businesses because we were good at something. We were better than a lot of people around us at something. That makes you an expert. You don't have to be the guru, like the only person in the world that can do this thing but you are an expert in the things in your business. 
So write down, how are you that expert? What are you doing that most people around you are not doing? Or even, what are you doing in a different way than the people around you? So like, I'm a business coach and I really, to be 100% honest, I get stuck in the comparison game with other business coaches, especially those that are teaching organization and automation. And one way that helps me get out of this mindset is to write down the five ways that I'm an expert and what I am doing differently from them. Because I have a specific and a unique voice and I have a unique story and I have a unique perspective on how to go about organizing and systematizing your business. So that is tip number three. Write down those ways that you are the expert and your business is different from everyone else. Tip number four is possibly the most important one that I can share with you. And that is to step away. So especially when you're feeling like really down, um, if you're on the verge of crying or you are crying and just really feeling like I am not cut out for this. I just, this is not the right place for me. That is the worst time to make any decisions. So I want you to step away for a short period doesn't have to be long. It could be for five minutes, could be for 10 minutes, it could be for an hour, it could be for the rest of the day, whatever you need. I want you to step away from work. Go out for a walk, go read a book, watch some Netflix, go meditate, go get a massage if you want that. Um, Go sit in the bathtub, like just get away and let your mind think about something other than work. This is also really true if you are scrolling on Instagram or Facebook and you are playing that comparison game. Get off of social media for a little bit. Like step away and look at other things in life because your life shouldn't just be about work. It should be about experiencing everything in life. So tip number four is to step away for a short period, get a little perspective, get some time and space between you and your work. All right, tip number five is to recenter and realign yourself. Um, So for me, that is to do anything that is spiritual. So, um, and for me personally, that is essential oils, meditation, going on my walks, anything that's going to help me get back in a high vibe space. And when I say high vibe, I do actually mean like changing your vibration. Um, And I do want to have a whole episode talking about this. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, And so I'll use, I'll pick essential oils that I know are going to raise my frequency. They're going to help me get out of that negative space and raise that vibration. So Same thing with meditation. I'm going to pick a meditation that is going to help me ground myself and realign my energies and my mental space. Because sometimes I get lost, especially when I'm feeling not enough. That means that I'm lost, that I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not focused. And so taking this time to just step back and do something spiritual for myself is really, really important. So some other ideas, things that I don't personally practice, but I think are amazing and have helped so many people are using crystals. So if you're someone that identifies with crystals and you think that that is going to help you, go for it. 
sound baths. I have recently started doing sound baths as part of my meditation practice and I'm loving them. Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm loving it and it's helping and it just helps you kind of recenter and refocus on yourself and let the rest of the world around you just kind of melt away. Um, another thing is realigning your chakras, um, spending time using those essential oils. Um, I also have a Himalayan salt lamp that a lot of people find very um, helpful. What it does is it takes those negative ions that are in the atmosphere, especially if you're around computers all day, and it'll absorb that and take it out of the atmosphere for you. Um, some people also want to pray or open up their Bible. Definitely just whatever links you spiritually to the bigger picture, that's what I want you to do and what I want you to focus on so that you can get yourself out of that negative and low vibe space and back into a more positive high vibe space. All right, tip number six is to talk to someone. I can't express how important this is because sometimes when you're thinking and you're stuck in your head, especially when you're thinking that you're not enough and you have those negative talks, those negative self-talk, you're actually telling yourself very unreasonable stories. Things that if you said them out loud, you would be like, what? Why are you even like, that doesn't even make sense. Why are you saying that? And so whenever you talk to someone about it, you get to hear those thoughts out loud and you can call yourself out on them. And I, for me especially, I find that it's easier to call myself on negative talk when I hear myself say it out loud. So when I'm feeling really negative, these are the people that I go to. I go to my dog first because he's always here and Banjo always listens and he always loves me. So if I'm just kind of feeling a little bit iffy, I'll talk to him first. Um, if I need a little bit more support, I'm gonna talk to my biz bestie, my accountability partner, or my business coach, or even my therapist. And I can't tell you how many times I will send her a message um, throughout the week just being like, hey, so I'm feeling this way and I just needed to tell you about it. And then I just leave it and we address it in our next, next session. Um, but actually getting those feelings out of your body helps you be able to flip that switch and change the script. All right, another thing to try that is very similar to talking about it out loud is to journal about it. And this is a great way, especially if I'm on vacation or I'm traveling, um, especially when I'm in the airport or on a plane and I start feeling really bad about myself, I will pull out a notebook and just start writing. So whenever you're journaling, there is no right or wrong way to do it. You just start writing, get all your thoughts out, um, some different um, bullet points to kind of get you started are, why do you feel this way? What exactly are you feeling? What do you think triggered it? Or possibly who triggered it? What specifically is making you feel less than? And I mean specifically. So that means dig deep, write out more than one sentence on this. What is the feeling behind the feeling? So not just talking about that surface level feeling, but digging deeper. It's the same thing you would do with your um, ideal client avatar. You're going to dig deep and keep asking, well, why? But why? But what is What's the motivation and the reasoning behind that? And keep peeling back those layers. 
Um, Another great question to ask yourself is how often am I feeling like this? And if it's a lot, this is a great indicator that you probably need to talk to someone about this. And I am a huge proponent of talking to therapists. And if you need that, go for it. If you don't need it, I still think you should talk to a therapist. Even on my weeks that I feel like everything is going great, I still need to talk to her. Another really important question to ask yourself is, do you feel like this in other areas of your life? And I'm going to bet you that if you're feeling like this in your business, you're probably feeling like this in other areas of your life too. Because all of this negative self-talk is going to bleed over into other areas of your life. All right, so tip number seven is to journal about it. Get it out, out of your body. And whether you're, like I said in tip number six, talking about it out loud to someone or in tip number seven, just writing it down and getting it out. Either way, get it out of your body. Um, That way you can quit focusing on it. You can quit thinking about it and obsessing over it. All right, and I have a bonus tip for you on this section on things to try when you're not feeling enough is to make sure that you're celebrating little wins. And I mean little. That means if you get one thing on your to-do list done, celebrate that. Like go, I don't know, get yourself a soda if that's something that's celebrating to you. Or um, go for a walk. Like let yourself go outside in the middle of the day. Or let yourself do anything that will make you feel good. Maybe buy new pins. Um, I'm obsessed with pins, and so getting to go pick out new pins is really exciting to me. So celebrate all of your little wins, no matter how small. All right, I want to talk specifically about the comparison game, and I know I've talked a lot in this episode about it already, but I wanted to give you some specific tips to try if you just can't stop the comparison, if you're just Every time that person's post comes up, you immediately fall back into those negative thoughts and, oh my gosh, I will never get there and they're just so good. Here's some tips to help you with that. So number one, unfollow that person. If you're not able to flip the script and let yourself sit in gratitude and inspiration with this person, maybe it's time to let them go from your circle. And that's 100% okay. And I've had to do this several times in the past, especially when I was starting my new graphic design business, when I first was starting business. I got really overwhelmed by all of the amazing stationers out there. Like, you that are in the stationary business, you guys are freaking amazing. Like, so inspiring. And I would get really, really down on myself by seeing all these people doing great things with their stationary business. So I had to unfollow some of them. Some of them, I don't know why, and I still haven't figured out why some, I would play the comparison game so deeply. And others, I just find their work really pretty. And I'm able to appreciate that. But for those people that I couldn't appreciate their work and let it inspire me and not tear me down, I had to unfollow them. And that's 100% okay. If that still doesn't work, go ahead and take a social media break. You know what? The people that are meant to be here and meant to be following you, they'll still be here when you get back. I promise. They will still be here. And the people who weren't, they're going to go away. And that's okay. 
Because at the end of the day, you really want to be talking to the people you want to talk to and the people that want to hear from you. So take that social media break. Let yourself step away from everything that is making you feel like you're not good enough. Okay, tip number three is to go ahead and actually analyze what's going on. Figure out what is triggering those feelings of comparison and then avoid them. Sometimes this is unfollowing the person. Sometimes this is just stepping away from Instagram for a while or stepping away from Facebook or Facebook groups. This was one that was really big for me was Facebook groups. I had to get out of them. And so I don't do Facebook groups very often anymore. So figure out what those triggers are and then make a plan on how you can avoid that situation. Tip number four, journal about it. Again, going back to the tips I shared earlier about journaling, use those same prompts. Help yourself just get those feelings and those thoughts out of your head to figure out what is really going on. Because at the end of the day, it's not usually about the person you're comparing yourself to. It's about yourself. And it's about the thoughts that you are telling yourself and what you feel about your own abilities, skills, and even your own worth. And then tip number five, and I'm going to say this one again, but you need to talk to someone. Like I just said, the comparison game ultimately comes down to you not seeing and valuing your own self. And a lot of times we need someone to help us navigate that, help someone to help us figure out, okay, how do I actually go about changing those thoughts in my head and feeling like I do have a value and that I am worth someone paying me to do this. I am worth X, Y, and Z. So talking to someone, they're going to help you see where those blocks are, where those limiting beliefs are, and they're going to help you be able to clear it out to figure out, well, what activities or journal prompts or um, different spiritual practices I should be trying to get rid of this feeling. And again, it doesn't have to be a therapist. It could be your best friend. It could be a business coach. Um, Just make sure that you're talking to someone about it and make sure that that someone is actually qualified to help you with that. And speaking about that, this is one of the reasons that I picked my um, current business coach is because she not only does the business things, but she also does the mindset work, which is what I knew I needed help with. So make sure that you are picking someone that is going to help you with what you need help with. All right, now speaking of mindset, I have three tips to help you shift your mindset or mindset shifts to try. And these are really, really important because getting over your fear of not being enough, fill in the blank, is all about reframing those thoughts in your head, flipping that switch changing the script, however you want to say it. These are mindset shifts. We are changing the way that we are thinking. We're changing the thoughts that we let ourselves have and the way that we talk to ourselves. So mindset shift number one is to look at those thoughts. Actually look at how you're talking to yourself and reframe them. So take a negative thought and rewrite it in a positive one. 
take a I wish thought and reframe it in a I am thought. So we are shifting from negatives and wishes and standing in a place of not having or not being or not something to a positive place where we already have these things. We are looking at what we do have, where we are in our process. And then shift number three comes in where we're going to look at that gratitude. So we want to make sure that we are focusing on being positive and being thankful for where we are in our story. Because like I said at the beginning, a lot of times we compare ourselves to someone's ending when we're just at the beginning. And so we want to be grateful for that journey and the fact that we do get to have a beginning. We do get to have a messy middle. And those are all important processes and important stages in getting to your dream life. So be thankful for them. Be thankful for where you are and all the things that you have accomplished. Because let me tell you, even if you are on day one of your business, you are doing so great. You made a decision to start a business and that is no small thing. So I want you to stand in the gratitude of that. Tell yourself thank you for making those decisions. Thank you for taking this leap of faith. So tip number one, mindset shift number one, look at your thoughts and reframe them. Take those negative thoughts, make them positive. Shift number two, stand in gratitude. So make sure that you are actively being thankful for where you are today. Mindset shift number three is to practice contentment. So not only are we thankful for where we are today, but we want to make sure that we actually are happy with where we are today, that we love where we are today. That doesn't mean that we don't want to keep striving for something more, but that means that we understand we are on a journey, we are on a path, and we will get there. But we need to make sure that we are focusing and being present today. So we're going to celebrate those little wins. We're going to celebrate the big wins too. But it's really important to focus on what today did I accomplish? What can I be proud of today? All right. So I covered a lot of ground today. And I know that when you're in that moment of feeling not enough and you're on the bathroom floor crying these things are probably not going to be top of mind. So it's really important to practice them even when you do feel like you're enough. That way when you do have those feelings, you already have those habits in place to go ahead and flip that switch and rewrite the script. And I want to share with you one of my very favorite affirmations that helped me do this. So if you know anything about me, you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I actually really do love affirmations. I have a whole deck of cards that I shuffle every morning and I get a new affirmation every single day. And I can't tell you the number of times that those affirmations have been spot on for what I needed for that particular day. But before I had this deck of cards and when I was first starting to get into the more um, feminine side of business ownership, I had a business coach 
um, give me this affirmation to say to myself. And it was specifically to help me combat imposter syndrome, which was running very strong when I started my business. And it was just to tell myself every single day, I am smart. I am strong. I am enough. I am the expert of my business and the expert of my life. I am the only one that knows the right path forward. I would say this to myself in the shower every single morning, just over and over and over for like the first two to three minutes that I was in the shower, just let the water run over me and I would chant this in my head. I would say it whenever I was making lunch because honestly, I don't talk when I make lunch. So I would just say it while I was putting the mayonnaise on the bread. I would say this when I was getting in my car. Um, When I was sitting down trying to figure out what I wanted to watch on Netflix, I would just repeat this to myself a couple times. And I'm not going to promise you that it's going to help overnight because it's not. But eventually I started to believe again that I am smart and that I do know what I'm doing in my business and that it's okay that I don't have a business degree because Honestly, a business degree just tells you, like, this is what most people do. It doesn't tell me that this is the right path for me. So by saying this affirmation over and over, I was able to convince myself that I am the only one that knows the right path for me. I don't have to listen to all the experts because guess what? They're not an expert on me. They're not an expert on my life and my business. So all the tips that they're telling me, yeah, they could work. But at the end of the day, I have to pick the ones that work for me, that work for my life and for my business. So I want to give you a permission slip that kind of goes along with that. Your permission slip for today is just to give yourself permission to let go of those thoughts that aren't serving you and recognize and celebrate all of the small things that you're doing and accomplishing right now. Because let me tell you, Those little things are amazing and they are pushing you forward and they are helping you shape the future of your business and the future of your life. And I want you to celebrate that because that is a truly remarkable thing. So your permission slip for today is just to give yourself permission to let go of those thoughts that aren't serving you, those negative thoughts, that those thoughts that are beating you down and telling you that you're not enough. Just let them go. They're not here to help you. It's okay. Just let go of them. And I also want you to give yourself permission to recognize and to celebrate all the little things that you're doing and accomplishing right now, today. All right. So my hope for you after this episode is that you have some tools for whenever you are feeling like you're not enough. So that when those feelings do come, and they come no matter what stage of your business you're at, that you have a toolbox that you can come to and help get yourself out of that negative space. So I shared with you seven things to try when you're feeling like you're not enough, five things to try when you're playing the comparison game and you just can't stop three mindset shifts to try to help you get over this feeling of not enough. And I shared my absolute favorite affirmation to combat imposter syndrome. 
All right, so if you loved today's episode, I would absolutely love it so much if you would head on over to iTunes, give me a five-star review, and let me know how you're liking the podcast. And I am going to have both your permission slip and a downloadable PDF ready for you um, in today's show notes. That way you can have this list of ideas to try ready and handy whenever you need them so you don't have to remember them off the top of your head. All right. Thank you so much for joining today and I wish you a, an awesome rest of your day. for listening to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes to download today's permission slip. And if you like today's show, we'd love for you to leave a quick review. Until next time, have a wonderful, productive, and empowering day.